pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. KPR Radio. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name's Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Happy Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Should you very Christmassy, Anne? No, I'm not. It's cats. As far as painting a picture, we don't need to be honest, do you? <laughs> yes, I am, oh, Simon. You pretty Sorry. miserable today, Anne. Sorry, you... I'm a bit grumpy today. Right. Okay, we'll pack it How in. can you be grumpy when you're dressed in so much tinsel? Exactly. <laughs> I've got tinsel coming out of my... What? Hey, how's it going then? Are we feeling are we feeling Christmassy? I'm feeling very Christmassy. It's the last day. Did you bring in your board games? Funny, funny you should say that. <laughs> uh, I bought it in Labyrinth. Shake it. Uh, it's a race for treasures in a moving maze. Uh, so we're going to be playing that. Okay, good. Um, Does it work well on radio? Well, it works as well as uh, Anne's Santa outfit. <laughs> It's not Santa, it's just tinsel. Okay. Um, and it's not just uh, Happy Christmas, also Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy it's the last year, show everybody. of 2015. Wait, since this is our last show of 2015 and our, our last show before it turns into 2016, do we have to do a retrospective and also our New Year's resolutions? Yep, they'll be coming right up. We have to do our awards. We oh, have yeah. to do our awards. Gotti, Game of the Year for all of us. It's the day when we reveal the list. <laughs> Uh, what are those that have wronged us? Yeah. Uh, game of the year is um, Until Dawn, followed by The Swindle, followed by Star Wars Battlefront. Book of the year. I'm That'll be it. interesting, won't it? Oh, yeah. You haven't read any. I bought one. I bought Parker's. I'm not reading that. Might interesting. Well, I we'll read Parker's, actually. That's yeah, better. There's Parker. Well, don't yeah. spoil it. Okay. Book of the year coming don't. up later and all that sort of uh, retrospective discussion. Um... But yeah, it's our last show of the year, so we better make the most of it. It's going to be a good one, I think. Good. Um, it's not just us in the studio, of course. It's Sean Wenham. Hello, Sean. Hello. How's it going? Not too bad. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank, well, thanks for coming in. Uh, when I arrived at the studio earlier, 
Steve said, have we got a guest for the scene? I said, yeah, we've got Sean Wunham. He said, who's he? I said, you're going to find out. <laughs> Hopefully. Have you done any, uh, have you done any, any, any interviews before? This is a first. Is this it? Is first, yeah. Okay, just like we had the first. Mike Bithell was a first, wasn't he? For us. Who else have we had on that were on, was on first? Hmm... Uh, Peter Moore, he did his first radio yeah. interview on One Life Left, didn't uh, he? That, um, yeah. John Riccatello, I think so. He was on the first episode, wasn't Molyneux. he? Reading out Molyneux. letters. Molyneux was there. Yeah. Uh, he wrote into us first. That he was actually, one of those Mol- letters. Molyneux was uh, why we started doing the show. He wrote to the three of us and said, "I think you're the best people to interview." <laughs> uh, Phil Harrison, Flarison. Do you remember? Do you remember when he used to do the, he used to do the feature for the <laughs> for the for series one? So yeah, you're joining those great, Sean. I am. No, I am no the, pressure. I don't feel any. Okay, how do, so how do we describe you? I haven't named a company or anything like that. So what's... Uh... Well, I guess I'm just Sean Wenham. Sean That's Wenham. the name of the company that doesn't exist. Okay. And, is, is, uh, it we, like, is, is it Wenham we Gales? It's Wenham, yeah. Wenham Industries. Wenham Industries. Wenham Limited. Wenham PLC. Wenham.biz. Wenham.co. Wenham.tv. Can I take all of these? these yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Scribble them, them down. Okay, Although, okay. hang on a second, we just need to register them first. We'll buy them <laughs> off us. Uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, excited to chat to you later on. Mm-hmm. Steve's going to find out a little bit more about you. And who knows? I think I think you. I think we'll leave firm friends. Good, good. But before we get to that bit, we've got to go through this bit first. So uh, let's crack through <laughs> Anne's news. on Monday the 14th of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. EA is launching the competitive gaming division with Peter Moore as head. EA has said that the group will enable global esports competitions in our biggest franchises including FIFA, Madden NFL, Battlefield and more. CEO Andrew Wilson explained that Peter's team will partner with our development studios, marketers and publishing teams to bring this new platform to life. We think this is the start of some terrible plan to make every game that exists into a competitive esport. Just you wait. In a couple of years, thousands will cram into stadiums to see who can elicit the most emotion and get the longest staff in Journey Deathmatch. Hmm. You don't care anymore, Anne, do you? Nah. There's no, there's like, there's no sense of trying to get the nah. news down so that it ends with the end of the <laughs> end of the uh, with the bed. Is you there? You think you're bigger than just the just wrapping on you? Yeah. That joke, just keep going. That joke was worth it. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, <sighs> who's into esports? Mm. <laughs> well, everyone apparently, if they're making a new division, they obviously think that enough people are that it's a big enough deal. Are we behind the times? Well, here's the thing, right? Korea dominates <clears throat> esports right now. It, it's a countrywide obsession, and it's increasingly a global obsession as well. But it hasn't quite caught fire here, at least in the same way as it has in Korea. And I think EA see an opportunity to change that. I think that they're in a pretty good position as, as you know, the, the brand that's synonymous with sport video games as well. I think that we could find ourselves in a few years uh, with an esports scene absolutely dominated by EA. Do they play P- uh, FIFA competitively now, the, the, the esports people? 
I'm sure there are, there, there's some tournament probably which EA have thrown a, a decent amount of money at, but it's, it's it's not on the same level, is it? Right. I don't know. Why are you considering? Because we talked to John Hare. Well, actually, uh, we had a social soccer tournament at work on Friday. Oh, really? We did, yeah. Eight of us entered, and we, and we drew it. Like, Peter Moore should come and chat to me. We wrote <laughs> eight names down on a hat. We put them on the whiteboard. Um, yeah, of course. And then I said to Amy, uh, I was like, uh, so I drew this, this the seventh one out, and I went, oh, that must mean that Kev's playing me then. And she went, oh, I didn't realise you were playing. So they had a tournament without me. <laughs> I was like, right, oh, okay, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. I will just... Uh, I'll adjudicate. Um, yeah, sure the guys in you know, yeah, mm. genuinely. So, okay. so the guys in QA uh, both got through to the final. Paul and Kevin uh, played each other. Uh, Paul won. Okay, he won a ten pound Amazon voucher. Oh, yeah, congratulations! Nice. Come, on, well nice. Come and work for Curve Digital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then at the end of it, they went, "Okay, then, so we shall we play you now, Simon?" And I was really, uh, really nervous. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I went one nil down. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I won. I won seven five. Oh, well done. Yes, Excellent thanks. Work. Yeah. So uh, I'll be uh, I'll be straight off to Korea next, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's probably a good move for EA. Uh, someone, someone is going to own that sector, and I think obviously uh, Riot are in a pretty good position as well. But I would be. If I was Riot, I would know a storm is coming, and it's a Peter Moore-driven storm. <laughs> Can someone drive a storm? Like a, like a cowboy might, it'll, it'll like, you know, like you drive cattle. You ride he'll, a storm? Do you ride a storm? He'll have, well, he'll have got a storm tattooed on his chest, yeah, won't he? A storm is coming. <laughs> Light developer Techland has come good on a joke it did earlier in the year. Back in June, Activision offered exclusive Destiny DLC to North Americans who drank Red Bull. Fans were a bit put out by this, and Techland decided to have a bit of a laugh by launching the Drink for DLC hashtag, which asked players to share photos of themselves drinking water to unlock DLC for its game. Thousands of fans shared photos, which resulted in the announcement of a three part free DLC pack being released in February. Sounds like a laugh, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Drink some water, guys. Right. Hashtag get, social media. Get mm. some DLC, guys. Were they going to do this DLC anyway? Or this is sort of well, it is coming out with uh, another bit of the game that's coming out. Okay. Mm. So This is the drivey, the driving cars bit, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Sort of, yeah. All right. Yeah. So piggyback, piggybacking on something yeah. and doing a good but, PR story. But it was good. Yeah, I mean, was it? I mean, drink water, you, d- you know, better than Red Bull, right? Right? Does it give you wings? Does water give you wings? No, it makes you need to wee, though. Okay. It's good for hydration. Turns you into a cucumber. Good, congratulations. Good, well well done uh, well done to them and their PR company for making One Life Life's second news story in the final show of the year. It is good. It's good. Note that Anne couldn't be bothered with a joke uh, in it. No, because I had one, but I literally cut it so that you wouldn't go over the end again uh, just say the joke in like because that news story was I thought a little bit pointless so just do the joke of no, it no because I've said the joke already no, like, could... I diluted the joke oh in, yeah it's... <sighs> next year what were you doing when you were 16? If it wasn't making beautiful video games, then you were wasting your time. Teenager Anthony Tan and his team have applied for an Unreal Dev Grant from Epic Games for their game Way to the Woods, a third-person adventure game about two deer in a strange place, and it looks lovely. Tan described their ultimate goal for the game as some kind of awesome meld between The Last of Us and Journey, especially trying to achieve those goosebump moments those games have. If their application is successful, they'll receive $50,000 for development. No strings attached. Have you been going through Epic's submissions or something? Like, why, where has this story come from? Just 
keep, I like to keep an eye on all the 16-year-old boys. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually seen this game, and it does look beautiful. Like, uh, the images are really nice. And okay. I think um, the fact that it was made by a 16-year-old is just, like, that's pretty incredible, I think. I definitely could not draw at 16 at right. all. Oh. So, okay, that's good, and I'm glad. But is the story actually a 16-year-old has asked Mark Rain for some money? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because he's very talented. So, no. I mean, we could ask Mark Rain for some money. Should we? I, I mean... Do you think we're talented enough? It doesn't seem like <laughs> we've got much to lose, honestly. Uh, news just in. Daniel Griffiths, Esther Saxe, they've, they've just booked some tickets for the One Life yeah. Left Christmas really? party. Straight in while we're on air. Guy. Well, Congratulations, guys. Well, Congratulations, yeah. We'll be seeing wonderful. them there. Uh, good. Good. How's that, how do you think this news section's going? <laughs> it's kind of an inauspicious start, wasn't it? Oh, phoning it. She's literally phoning it in. Probably the worst of the year. <laughs> All right, let's go. Gearbox Software has launched a new studio in Quebec City because everybody loves Canada. The Texas-based Borderlands developer has expanded its studios north. The studio is currently hiring for 16 positions for its inaugural title, growing to full AAA production capability through 2016. Bethesda also opened a new studio in Canada recently with its welcoming refugee policy, good healthcare and big old mountains. Maybe we should all just move to Canada. Never been to Canada. Apparently it's good. Let's You've been there. a lot. Let's, let's move there. I'm oh, going to move there one day. Let's try and do a One Life Left thing in Canada next year. I would really like to, and it's our 10th anniversary, and I'd like a present. So let's make that okay. that. Let's do that. Let's go uh, from, let's go from uh, east coast to west. I On a train. I mean, all joking about Anne's new section aside, mm. nothing happens in video games in December, really, does it? So, she's, you know, it's pretty hard to steal I am literally news. scraping the barrel. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's given up, haven't they? The industry basically shuts down on What's December. What's going to be Christmas number one? Mm-hmm. That's what. That's that's the um, that's the story. Yeah, we do, do do usually do that, don't we? We talk about that. Well, Call of Duty's back at the top this but week, the week before. I think I'm not sure. Someone, a listener, can tell us. But I think didn't we put a kibosh on Anne doing chart stories yep. a while okay, ago? Yeah. I think. Were there no new games announced? Uh, last week um, no. No, no oh what about that playstation thing that went on or did you cover that last PSX. week psx uh, i don't i can't remember what, we what did the last messaging week. thing how did last week go guys really well actually, actually really lo- really the news well. last really week really good. bang on it, <laughs> was it? yeah a plus all yeah. right good well. had to have a dip after that yeah we had, we had uh, kate stewart did um a couple of great jokes in the news yeah. actually yeah. really he had to apologize for afterwards they were too good yeah okay excellent tom was a good guest wasn't he great yeah, guest. All, all great it's going really well this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just you know. How many more? One more of the year. Is it? Come on, come on, come on. Last story of the year. And finally, not only does GCHQ love scanning your selfies and eyeing your emails, it also loves a good puzzle. The director of the government agency added a Picross-style puzzle in with his Christmas card this year and stuck it up on the internet for non-friends to have a go at. If you get past the first challenge, there's a series of increasingly trickier puzzles waiting for you. Anyone who completes all puzzles can submit them to GCHQ before the end of January. This has to be a nefarious data mining scam, doesn't it? That, or the director got caught playing too much Sudoku and had to claim it was research for a Christmas surprise. Did you attempt this? No, it looked really weird. I did it. Did you do it? Yeah, it, and I, I, it. I guess it's just turning into a QR yeah, code. Yeah, it's just is a it? QR code. Right. Yeah, no one, no one uses those. Exactly. Well, I, I did. I used it. Okay. And it connected you to a URL. Interesting. Which asked you another question. Which was? Uh, it was which What's your is. Name? No. Oh, yeah. It said which of these six words is not the odd one out. 
What? Mm. What, that, was, that was the question. That was the question. Which, which of these six, six words? words no, there were, and then there were six words. Oh, I see. So that wasn't right. Okay. Sorry. Which of these six words was uh, not the odd one out? I think I got that one. I think that was. Sh- uh, well, you don't know until you've done the next. So five all questions. of them are the odd. All of them were the odd one out. All of the others were the odd one out. But I think the one, one wasn't was Shallot, maybe. Oh, so it's the one. And then the next question I couldn't do, and then um, I, I know, went through. I know you're not going to be a spy. I couldn't do the rest, so That's I'm not going to end up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. We all thought that, Anne. Yeah. We, we all thought that. <laughs> We're a radio show, so we have to talk out loud no, sometimes. No, uh, but well, it's like we've got like a like a, a quality threshold. Did you just hear the news? <laughs> well, thanks very much for that, Anne. It's been a pleasure as always. I'm not bothered next year. <laughs> thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scamford. Listening to uh, Resonance 104.4 FM and One Life Left, the greatest video game radio show in London today. I think <laughs> just about. I was uh, I was uh, I arrived at Resonance early today, okay. so the office was quite full. People hadn't knocked off for the day, yet. right? And they were chatting about Resonance FM's digital launch. Yes, Ooh, it's happening yes. this week, isn't it? It's happening literally tomorrow. Tomorrow. I, I saw that when it came <laughs> The day <through>. after <laughs> our last show of the year. They, yeah, so uh, the launch is going to enable more people to listen live throughout the whole of London. <laughs> we'll do that. i tell you what, we could do that on Monday. <laughs> Monday is the start of the week. Let's, let's just have a look at the schedule. schedule. Oh, no, there's one life left. <laughs> when did one life left finish for the year? Well, they finish on the... Uh, on the Thirteenth is it the thirteenth today? Fourteenth. Uh, Fourteenth. Yeah. So let's <laughs> still on the fifteenth. When one life left back the fourth. I mean, didn't uh, didn't the original email come through to us, the program makers, going, "Oh, we're going to do it on the fourteenth And then shortly afterwards, <laughs> it was like, "No, actually, we're not." Like you, you can imagine the conversation <laughs> up there. Uh, but from January the fourth, which is back t- uh, when we're back twenty sixteen, uh, we will be broadcasting. Uh, live into more ears. Yeah, which is really, really exciting. And those ears will have had three weeks without us. <laughs> they'll, you know, they'll have got used to resonance. I mean, like this, this station couldn't get any better. Exactly. And they'd be entirely right. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully they'll tolerate us anyway. We're really, really excited. So congratulations, yes. congratulations, resonance, yes. for that. We'll see you all at the Christmas party on Thursday. Uh, that was, uh, that was not what it says here. It's going well. It's, it's going, going well. Really Turn well. the transmitter on tomorrow. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're presumably just sh- shutting down. They're handing over at the moment by shutting this one down. Shutting us down. Just the four of us. Uh, that was, yeah, maybe, I guess, uh, by TLC Chip Tunes. Uh, it's from chipmusic.org. You should go and listen to it there, and you'll definitely be sure what it is. <laughs> Sean, Sean, you're a listener, aren't you? Or you I have listened to the show before. How are you, the show. How are you, uh, how are you finding this <laughs> glimpse behind the curtain? Do you, do you wish you hadn't come? Is it like when I saw the Sisters of Mercy recently and thought they were terrible I couldn't play or sing anymore I just realised I hadn't bothered well I am kind of sat in the corner here just almost as a listener like I would be um, sorry. at my it's desk been a, it's, so it's, it's been a long sorry. year it's, been, no, it's, it's, really it's a live recording for me I don't know how it is for listeners but for me it's fantastic uh, let's make the most of you then because uh, as we were as we were explaining during that, that, that tune uh, you, you've got no fault for the quality of the news that Nothing. section it's ours literally our flawless um, so I came across you uh, on the internet mm-hmm. um, I think you followed the company that I work for um, on Twitter and I thought oh I'll have a look at this look at see what he's up to mm-hmm. that tactic can work you see uh, and I was really intrigued by your game so I, I dropped you a little note and I was like hey maybe we should work together and you went no I don't want to work with people like you <laughs> they did actually he said he, is the, he doesn't need a publisher at the moment uh, but I was like oh come on the show anyway no sorry not, not anyway come on the show as well mm-hmm. um, so tell us about the end of the world so um it's a breakup game i um with the nature of video games taking a while to make i broke up three years ago so unlike uh breaking up and writing a sad song it took a little bit longer to kind of turn into the thing i was trying to say okay but um yeah i i was living in newcastle at the time very sad just moping around kind of walking around and just remembering i guess and uh when you're sad you like to listen or watch really sad things to kind of validate that feeling and so i wanted to make a game about that and i had never made a game before and i um like my job is an environment artist so i just started with the art and then slowly the game kind of came through but um yeah that's how it started okay uh, what what prompted you to choose gaming then as a medium like if you never made one before presumably you could decide just to learn to write songs or learn to play guitar or i um i mean gaming is the is the the main thing i love to consume and just it's you know it is my passion but um i was kind of put off more traditional design just through um trying to learn shooting mechanics and stuff like that i just I just wasn't able to connect to it, so I um, I mean, I guess recently we've seen a lot of kind of tone games or games about a certain feeling, and you kind of just, you're in there, you feel it, you explore it. Um, so I figured I'd make something along those lines, and um, really I just started with the things I like. Like, I like to drink coffee, so you drink coffee in the game. Right. I like to get dressed, you get dressed. Like it's, uh, <laughs> or you can I choose not to. Exactly. <laughs> um, do you? Because I, I just don't. in tinsel. Find it. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. The art style is beautiful, um, you, which is the, the, the thing that uh, struck me about it initially. And you, can you explain a bit more about sort of how you play? Because you, because you, you're, cause you're so, playing for two yeah. time zones. Um, well, basically, you um, wake up each day and you walk around and um, you find a certain place in the city that reminds you of something from that relationship, and you can look back in time and kind of exist in that memory. You can't interact with it same way you can't interact with memories you just um all you can do is walk around in the present so um through that you walk around and you the idea is you slowly piece together um 
what the relationship was like and maybe how it ended. Um, and really just wallow. <laughs> really wallow. <laughs> I just really, like, wh- like when, I'm, when I'm sad, I just want that. And I really want that for, you know, other people in a video game because I was playing, like, I would play uh, GTA 4 and just walk around with a very solemn Nico Bellic. And he, he looks very sad, so it's kind of a nice... <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Was it was it difficult to keep that up over such a long period of time? Uh, yes. Like, had you well, had you cheered up by the end of three years? I, so <laughs> I actually I got married in between. the game. So. Wait, is that difficult? It is. I mean, it it soon became uh, a game just about breakups and not about my personal okay. breakup. There's there's nothing specifically autobiographical in the game. It's just. Um, everyone knows what well, most people knows what it feels like to you know just come out of a long relationship so um i figured i could be vague in the details and it would be universal that way but um yeah it's like uh i just became very like when i got married i became very happy in life and i did start basically i decided to stay true to the 25 year old me who started it three years ago and just kind of respect his idea and then just kind of go with that but also, making a game about being happy is, I think, a lot harder. <laughs> so. um, how has it been then? Your experience publishing or creating a first game and then publishing it? Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, the publishing side. I. I mean, I pressed publish on the App Store <laughs> and I made a tweet. <laughs> as far as that went, but the actual uh, process itself was really. Um, it was really hard to kind of just keep going. I've been working full time the whole time, so most of the work I did on the train, commuting to work, or just in evenings, weekends, and um, kind of got to the year point. I was like, hmm, maybe I should stop. But I kind of had something there, and I figured I'd just you know see it through. Um, but yeah, and also I, I've been using um, Game Salad to make it, which okay. is a, a platform very like you can't. It's all node based program. You can't type in a line of code. Um, so someone like me who doesn't know how to program, it's um, you know that you have all the pieces you need to make something happen, and you just work it out until it does happen. Right. Um, so it's uh, definitely a great tool. We should mention it's available on iOS and Android. I yeah. got really annoyed with Google on your behalf. <laughs> okay. Because um, you sent me an invite on iOS for test flight, and uh-huh. I got that up and running, and then, and then I didn't realize that the game was coming out so, so soon, and I, I'm an Android, uh, I've got an Android phone. Mm-hmm. So I went to buy it mm-hmm. uh, on Android. Um, and it's impossible to find. Have you noticed that? You can't, if you type in the end of the world into the Google Play Store, it just does not come up. There are so many other bits. Of, I mean, when, when I published um, uh, like a terrible mobile game called Bang Man, mine was the only game called Bang Man on the store, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yet it came up 40 seconds <laughs> in, the, in the search results for Bang Man initially because uh, it's uh, the, the way I think you need to get, you know, sort of um, weight Go- downloads and stuff like that. Google but. need a search engine, don't they? They do, Especially yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, um, and so I found it very difficult. To, so I had to sort—I I had to back bad out, back back out, mm-hmm. and go via the trailer on YouTube, which has got a link to your page yeah, where you can yeah. go directly to it. So yeah, it, it was just—I um, was frustrated on your behalf. Basically, yeah. I've, I've received tweets uh, on similar lines, and I really just like the whole thing is just a mystery to me how the whole you know search query things work. So I kind of. I just got to hope for the best, and maybe it'll it, all kind of move it, to the top. Is, and has it been difficult, sort of laying your soul a, a bit bare? I mean, I know, you know that you say that none of it is specifically autobiographical. Yeah, I but mean, it's. Uh, I mean, with it just being digital, and like uh, my friends played it next to me, and that's um, that's interesting. They know my life and things, and so it's not. I'm not really laying anything to them, but 
Um, I don't think too much, or at least try not to think too much about other people playing it, but the fact that they're doing it somewhere else away from me it makes it okay. Like, right. it's, uh, If I had to watch a stranger playing it in front of me, that might feel a bit... Uh, yeah, not as nice. Well, we've got a surprise <laughs> today. <laughs> well, it's it's just it's it's given that it's it's such a, a, a different type of game. I mean, it's it's short mm-hmm. uh, and therefore it's cheap. And mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen a number of these games this mm-hmm. year, which I think are really really interesting. Um, and I, listen, I, this is awful. Um, but I was looking at the Google Play uh, page today, I, and again, it, I mean, I've, I've I've seen this before, but none of my games have been specifically personal. But um, you just like the reviews that are currently up there are you know people people saying how much they like it and then there's one person who doesn't get it uh-huh. who's sort of dragging the average down is, okay. is, is, is that a difficult thing to yeah take? well i mean the i'm kind of lucky because i mean i'm working so this game doesn't need to doesn't need to make any money so that's one thing out of the way just don't need to worry about that um it'd be nice obviously but that's not a thing so really like i just like i really wanted to say something and just you know I wanted to make something, and if people connect with it, that's really great. And if people really just don't, then completely understand that it's, it's definitely not a game for everyone. Um, I'm just hoping, you know, like my ideal would be someone is just feeling pretty blue and plays it, and <laughs> they feel worse, <laughs> but in a cathartic kind of way. Well, getting I, I it mean, out it's absolutely yeah. how you describe is like listening to sad to, to sad yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I was I was really quite taken by it. I have to say. Um, is it, I think I paid one pound forty four. Yeah, it's a weird like price. That. I thought it's. Uh, I um. The, so the app store, you you choose your price, okay. and so I put the same price in the Google Play, and it just converted it to one forty four. I'm not Obviously. really sure what happened there. But, uh, <laughs> How much is it on iOS? Um, one fifty ish, something around that. So it's, it's available on those platforms. Um, we should, how, how do people follow you on Twitter? Because that's probably the easiest way of finding the game. Um, yeah, it's probably the store itself. Um, so at Sean Wenham uh, one is um. That was the name Twitter suggested to me. I figured Twitter might know best, but it's probably not a very good name in the end. But. Excellent. Well, um, we will uh, we will link to it. I think we put with, we, we we tweeted out the trailer last week. Uh, best luck with it. Thank you. What what are you going to do next? Um, take a break. Try and put some weight back on. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start the next thing. Excellent. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. Glass Joe, the world champion boxer, is in trouble for comments he has made in interviews. Joe has said that he considers living with Yoshis to be a sin and that princesses should be kept in the kitchen at their castles, baking cakes for their men. The general public have not appreciated his comments and have started a petition to remove him from the Mushroom Kingdom Sports Personality of the Year awards. And in other news, the famous comedian Peter Marioke has been accused of stealing other comedians' material. Although people are not sure where the joke originated, so local news has been asked to play a clip of the gig on air for our listeners to help. Here is the clip. How do you get a Pikachu onto a bus? You Pokemon! (laughs) (laughs) So, if you know who originally told the joke... Please contact local news and we will pass the information on to the authorities. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Thanks so much to uh, Sega Badawi for all 
his hard work this year and the last absolutely brilliant uh, local reportage. And also thanks to you, listeners, for your letters uh, over the course of the last year. They have all been excellent. And it's so nice that these days we don't have to beg. No, no. no. Just come, come in just, you know, week by week and on prompt and on time. No, thank you. Letters time. I think um, an indication of the quality of this week's letters is that we is that we could only select three for this show, this week's yeah, show, just because they're all so strong. Exactly. Well, it would be unfair to <laughs> to listen absolutely to blow their minds with so, uh, There are only three, and, and one of those is admin. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, first up, thanks John Maxwell for the letter. He says, Dear team, last week I picked up Rainbow Six Siege. I'm not a fan of competitive online shooters due to the steep learning curve and constant inferiority complex they deliver. Yet the slower-paced, thoughtful, tactical nature of Siege scratches an itch that I thought had long since hollowed out. I give it a stunning 7 out of 10. Is there a genre of game that you generally don't get along with, but for the odd shining example? P.S. I live at the other end of the UK, but as my Christmas present to OLL, I promise to get to a Marioki party one day. Have a great Christmas to all at One Life Left. Says John. A genre that you uh, play... Mm. You don't like, but you do play now and again. Mm. Well... I mean, obviously the letter reminds me of our time with Ghost Recon, which would be the most obvious example, and still waiting for a new Ghost Recon. Um, Well, isn't it Rainbow Six Siege? Well, maybe it is. Maybe that's the point. I I mean, Although, did you read that review of Rainbow... I think it was in The New Yorker, but it wasn't Parco. What? I know. Have they gone off him? I think so. They find out about the... Uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, which I thought was exceptional, which was, uh, you know, touched on how... It just—it's increasingly uncomfortable to play those sort of games in a right. world where, right, right, where that right, kind yeah, of stuff yeah. is very, very right. real. Uh, so yeah, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm still waiting for a ghost recon. Exactly. Maybe it's that. It, maybe if it's only that. we could go back to the day where four grown men lie in grass, <laughs> in virtual grass, too terrified to move <laughs> for fear of attracting the attention—the attention of twelve-year-olds that are going to shoot them with one bullet. Hey? Yeah, those were good times. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. What are the types of games? I mean, I've, I've just been. Uh, I've just found myself slightly addicted in a in a way that's teaching me a lot about compulsion patterns on iOS to the reboot of or reimagining of Zookeeper, which came out a couple of years ago. Yes. Zookeeper DX, yes, the battle thing, yes. which just keeps you on this hypnotic loop of just log in every hour and just do these things and have a little bit, you know, more success in the game. Uh, you know, I traditionally anti those games, but I'm quite enjoying that. Right. Mm. I guess for me, the match three, I mean, I got I got really quite um, into Farm Hero Saga. Really? Yeah, I know. I know. That's bad, isn't it? It's bad. <laughs> I didn't spend any money, though, Steve. Uh, you won, man. Mm. Uh, Steve, you've got a letter, don't you? I have. Uh, this is from Robert Wells, Weasel Spoon, Seasons Greetings Team, and Super Special Guest. I was fascinated to catch a glimpse of a familiar landmark, landmark in the trailer of The End of the World. Mostly fascinated that three seconds of the corner of the Tyne Bridge told me it was Newcastle. Steers, Steers talked about being grumpy, can't go home in Assassin's Creed. I love walking familiar streets in games, although I remember playing London Racer 2 while living in Oxford and finding it hilarious that the start line, start line a four-lane highway, was in reality a tiny alleyway. 
Is there an uncanny valley for real locations in games? Does it draw you in to see a place you know? Does it kick you out again when that place isn't quite right? Pip Pip Roberts. P.S. Any recommendations of games to play with non-gaming family gratefully received? It's going to be a long Christmas. Just everyone get uh, Nekoatsumi on your phones and then don't talk to each other. That's a good idea. Uh, That's a good idea. There was that game... um, Did you play it at GDC this year with Michael? The party game that we played on his TV? No. Mm. It's really good. It's a brilliant, brilliant Christmas game uh, to play uh, with, with, with friends, and you should play that. Yeah, it sounds good. But do you have to go around Michael's house to play it? Well, you do, because I'm not going to tell you the name of it, because uh, when I wrote to them and said, can you send us a copy of it for the radio show, mm. they were quite rude. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> were they? They were quite rude. Wow. But definitely play it, though. Definitely, so definitely, definitely play it. Definitely play it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's one of the best party games <laughs> I've played. Like, I had such a good time. It's very, very inclusive. Right. It uses uh, cell phones in a very, very clever way. And you know, uh, you should all you should all play it. <laughs> uh, I, we talked about this with Ian Morris. Uh, the flip side of the Uncanny Valley uh, for me is um, GTA Five, which is such an approximation of LA, a city that I know reasonably well through various E3s and stuff, where you can know exactly what's coming, even though it doesn't look the same. Like it's right. it's, it's at, they've done such a brilliant job on it, and I think that is. You, you, that way you can't you accept flaws more readily rather than you know as, as you point out being disappointed that there's not a specific part of the town that you know very well you can go to in this way you're like oh right, cool I think that's probably around here and it is it's good um, what's that uh, oh what is the one I've forgotten what the game's called you know the people out in Guildford you know oh yeah <laughs> the ones that do the walking ones oh what's it called do we just talk about this later? Oh, the the damn pinchbeck, um, the yes, 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 but not not the one that they've done recently. You know, you talked about Dear it, Esther. Steve. Dear Esther. Yeah, Dear Esther. Um, the thing I loved about that, not was obviously I haven't actually walked around there, but I felt like at the end of it, I was like, I think I, I had thoughts about that walk, and I was like, I would like to do that walk in real life. It's really nice. Are they in Guildford? I didn't know they were in Guildford. Um, they sure? might not be in Guildford. I think okay. I've got a few people confused. I, so I think this time we got to the right. We did. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to Sean. Uh, Anne, have you got a letter? Yes. Uh, Anne! Sorry for the delay on this. I as I am a bad person. Uh, this feels like some kind of complicated trap from Steve to trick me into a room and then judge me. Quite likely. I am totally falling into the trap. Would love to. Anything I need to know? Who's that from? That's from... Kieran Gillen. Kieran Gillen? What's, what's, what's he talking about? Friggles. <laughs> what's he talking about? He's not Criggles. Who is Criggles? Oh, yeah, Chris Craft is Criggles. Oh. What's Kieran? Gillows. Gillows, <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah, KG is going to be at our party on, on Friday. Friday. DJing. DJing? What? He's going to be spilling some tunes. Crikey. What sort of tunes does Gillow like? All the best ones. Right, wow. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll just play all Fantastic. the hits, right? So that's this Friday. This Friday. What's the date? The 18th of 18th December. 18th of December. So at our party. Let me get this straight. Yeah. Uh, KG's going to be spinning the wheels of steel. Yeah. John Hare's going to be singing in some classic, sensible software tunes, acoustic Incredible. sets. Incredible. There's going to be a carol set, a carol singing session. The One Life Left Carol concert, as, as we do every year. And then there's going to be Marioki. And you get to sit on Santa's lap. You get to sit on Case Stewart's knee. Case Stewart's knee. How on earth do I get to this? 
We have to go to Stratford. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bigger and better. It's a biggest and best venue yet, I'm led biggest to believe. Biggest and best, yeah. Um, tickets are still currently available. Uh, probably best way to go is via the One Life Left Facebook. Yeah, if you go onto the One Life Left Facebook or Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash... One, one life, life left. left. That sounds about right. Uh, you'll uh, you'll see the links there to the t- uh, to the tickets. Uh, they are six pounds fifty, I think, and it will be going the greatest the night of your life. Sean, what are you doing Friday? I think I'm going to be at that. Yes. yes. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you buy a ticket, like we've, you, you've made two sales here. Well, I'm trying <laughs> to put that towards uh, the ticket, and then we'll give you a shout out live on the radio as it's going out. Uh, fantastic. Okay, uh, thanks again for all of your letters. If you want to write to us over the Christmas break, you know... We just, get lonely too. Just let us know how you're doing, you know. Just it doesn't have to be anything. If you don't want us to read it out, just mark it out as... Private, know, pit, private, private, private confidential. Private. I, I mean, I'm sure Kieran thought that was... <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't mark it as no, private confidential. Like how are we supposed to know when we're desperate so, for letters? Off the record. <laughs> Jingle Bells Jingle Bells and Whistles By Critical Strike I think this is the sort of thing that Gillen Gillo Gillers Will be dropping He'll have his top off And his glow stick (laughs) Swinging it around like that By half eleven It's going to be fantastic Do you think we can make Gillers happen? We made Parco happen No no problem at all Gillers uh, No problem at all Gillers Big week for for Gillo, isn't it? Because uh, obviously Star Wars Wait, is out. Is it Gillo or Gillers? Gil- well, let's... What, are we, what are we doing here? Because we've got to have a consensus if okay. we're going to make this happen. I guess Gillers. 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 Parko is over. Parko, it's Parkinson yeah. now. <laughs> Gillers. Um, yeah, Star Wars is out on Friday, of course. Uh, and yes, uh, he, he writes Darth Vader, doesn't he? So He does, so uh, we'll see. I bet he Wait, gets, did, I... did he write this one? No, film. he's writing the he's writing the comics. He just did the comic. He just did the drawing. Just ones. well, what he's writing is canon. <laughs> That's the thing. Is it? What he's writing is like yeah. It'll be I'm all not. I'm Darth not... Vader listening to Swade or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what Kevin does these days. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews. What have you been playing this week, Simon Byron? Well, obviously I've still been playing Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I finally got to level 13. Did you write that one? He probably did. He probably did. Um, finally got to level 13, uh, which means I can now take a jump pack into multiplayer arenas. So watch out. Watch out. Okay, watch out. 
can now jump about with the other stormtroopers and it's, it's really nice. So is it any good then? I really like it. Yeah, I can't stop playing it. Uh, but I'm not going to review that because I've been playing another game as well on okay. the train. Fine. I'm play. Uh, so I've been playing okay. on my 3DS and oh. SteamWorld Heist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the second entry in the SteamWorld games. Um, I wasn't particularly a fan of the That first was one, a Steam very World grindy dig, dig downwards yeah, thing, wasn't it? SteamWorld yeah. dig. Didn't really like Everyone loved it. I didn't really like it, obviously. I played it to the boss, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to do this because okay. I'm not interested in the story. I, I found it compulsive, but not really enjoyable. Okay, well, this one is a uh, different, completely different genre. It's a side-on turn, turn-based uh, turn strategy game. Okay. Uh, where you... It's, it's still a... Uh, rogue-like um, uh, you are venturing through the galaxy You're a, you play a, a collection of robots you can recruit other ones you board um, procedurally generated ships and the idea is to go through them and loot um, in a turn by turn uh, turn what, what am I looking for in a turn based styly um, it's really good it's really good it's clever um uh, it does that thing that a lot of games do now where um, you feel good about every little surprise you get. You open up little mm-hmm. bags and they've got st- they could have water in the man or they could have a rare gun. If you get water, you get DLC. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a callback. Well, um, it's quite uh, it's quite harsh though because if you fail a mission, you use you on the difficulty level I'm playing, you lose half of the money you've got in the bank. What? I know, I know. Imagine in real if life. life was that cruel. In real life. Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, so it's great. It's quite clever in that um, the different weapons that you've got have got different attributes, and some can you can ricochet, you can do some quite complicated stuff, so you can go up over the head, back, boom, blow them up. Looks lovely because it's on the 3DS. It's good. I think it was £11 I paid. Um, this, is a, this is the game that I read uh, a. Well, I didn't read the article, obviously, but saw obviously. a headline that said. Said uh, SteamWorld Heist has just won 2015. Oh, is that what it was? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, mm. you know, I'm, I mean, clearly it has won 2015, uh, 7 out of 10. Because you've given it the 7 out of 10. Game of the Year, coveted Game of the Year, of the year Well, it's the last one you're reviewing, so I assume that means it is the Game Told of the Year. Told you, until this. What a twist in the ending. Battlefront. So that's top three. That's all you need to know. All right. It's been a great year. Okay, good. What about you, Steve? <laughs> Um, well, obviously, uh, I've been playing anyone who's uh, played Miko Atsumi will be very familiar with that piece of music, looping forever. Um, other than that, I've, I've got cats now, I've got plenty of cats. Uh, That's great news. I've got two cats in there. Yeah, That's I've got, that one's Mr. Pie in the song, <laughs> called him Mr. Pie. Uh, that was Jojo down there, and that one, uh, the butt, you can see there, is Marcella, uh, butt in the leaves. Um, yeah, uh, really love Nico Atsumi. It's barely a game, uh, whatever the game means, but I think it's excellent. Uh, I've been playing that, I've been playing Zookeeper DX, which I've been enjoying despite myself. Uh, I've been playing 868 Hack as well, uh, Michael Bro's brilliant turn-based uh, mini roguelike, which we talked about years ago, and uh, it's just gone cheap on iOS, so I bought that. <laughs> But the game I want to talk about this week is Get High. It's called Get High. And it's by, um, what's his name? I forgot what his name is. Uh, it's going well this last show. It's going brilliantly. Apparently, smashing. Oh, okay. Just according to Twitter, something bad happened as well. Did that happen, the top one? 
Yeah, you did do that. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Did I? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, might have to cut that out in post. Right, okay, wow. So, get high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might want to apologise for that. I'm really sorry. I'm really yeah. sorry. So, get high is by the guy who uh, made pancake, which we talked about before, who made burger, which we talked about before, and okay, which we talked about before. Which as one well. was it? The one, the the burger one that you flip. No, not that. Which which one? Oh, uh, the it's a short one. It's okay. four letters. <laughs> not the worst one. Not the second worst one. The third worst okay, one. Okay, right, good, good. The third worst good. one. Apologies, I'm really sorry. Anyway, sort of biological. Really sorry, half of London. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> also sorry to my nan who's listening right now. Sorry, nan. Are you joking? Resonance were right, weren't they, to hold off? No, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so it's by Philip Stolenmeyer. Uh, who's the designer of Pancake and the designer of Burger and Get High. It's another one I just downloaded because I love all of his stuff and it's a very, 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 very simple game. All you've got to do is flick uh, a ball up as high as you can go. That's the name, Get High. But it is so compulsive and when I am bored, I constantly put it on. Totally recommend it. I recommend all of his video games and you should try it instantly. It's 7 out of 10. Good. I've been playing... Lara Croft Go. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Oh, it's really, really, really good. It's really brilliant. Um, yeah, so it is a puzzle game. Have you reviewed it already? Yeah, I did, yeah. But I'd be interested to hear your what, hot take on it. What Simon said. It's uh, got new levels now, isn't it? I heard there was a content update with new free levels in it. How, really? far, how far have you got? I've got, uh, I've got like, was it three or four, like, of those sections through. Okay. So yeah. I don't know if there are more levels. Yeah. I, d- I didn't have it before, so I don't know yeah, if okay. it's more or less. Right. Uh, it's really brilliant. So it's a puzzle thing. You're Lara Croft. You can get new outfits for her. It's really good. Right. You can cover her up if she wants to be. She doesn't have to be if you don't want her to. Is that Just, true? Yeah. Well, she can be uncovered. Well, no, she can wear... Is this like the days of the PlayStation where you hold down Triangle X and R1 and <laughs> R3? She can wear her usual outfit or she can wear something that's probably a bit like bit more okay. comfortable um, and then you go around uh, and you have to defeat things like snakes and crabs and I don't know what the other thing is called but it's a four legged like lizard like it's probably a lizard isn't it it is yeah yeah so a lizard right uh, and you have to <laughs> kill those and go through different doors and get keys and it's just really fun did you play Hitman Go no, I didn't. Do you know why? Because I didn't realise that, that they were just the funner bits of the boring, bigger games. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think this is better than Hitman Go. Is it? Yes. Um, Hitman Go was... Uh, because these take... Um, Hitman Go is presented almost exclusively as, as a board game. So yeah. pieces, Whereas this has got Lara in her own world. Yeah. Like, it feels like a, like a Tomb Raider level. Yeah, and it's quite... Crumbly rocks. It and, does... Um, oh, actually, this was it. Uh, the... Um, the art style of it, uh, I was chatting to my boyfriend who's also been playing it, um, uh, he said it reminded him a lot of Monument Valley and like the noises of the stones sort of like grinding against each other and sort of the very, um, the way that everything sort of, uh, you can see things in the background and the way things click together is very Monument Valley style which, and I just think it's beautiful. It looks really, really lovely. And the puzzles, are, I think actually, and also the puzzles, um, the uh, learning increment for them is really good. You feel like you're being challenged every time, but you're also, like, you are getting better. Um, yeah, I messed up a few times, kept going, oh, I killed her again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, but she's alive still, Simon. 
She comes back to life. She's all right. She's all right. She's getting through it. Uh, Yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. I think I'm going to keep on going with that one. I will give it 7 out of 10. And Sean. Yeah, I've played a game this week called um, Orchids to Dark. It's a a pay-what-you-want game on Itch.io. Basically, you play an astronaut who crash lands on a planet and your oxygen is slowly just depleting. And um, you pretty much either just decide to lay down and die or you try and find a way to survive. I've not found a way to do that. And I guess really you just kind of... uh, just try and find a nice spot, some nice trees, some nice alien fauna, and just slowly just let the other. You like cheery games, don't you, Sean? <laughs> I know, I know. Bundle of laughs. Uh, Happy uh, married, are you? I am. Are you? I am. So, but you know, we all think about death from time to time, so. That's, um, <laughs> uh, so I've uh, recently downloaded um, what's it called? Out There, um, which is another You're an Astronaut Lost in Space. And there was another one that um, I reviewed a little while ago, and I can't remember its it name. It was a real time one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the real time one where you were getting My messages. My wife was playing that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which is another one. You're an astronaut lost, yeah. or that person's an astronaut lost in space. Help them out. What is it with? I mean, I guess like what are from. They uh, lost? <laughs> but from making a game, it's like put it in space, there's nothing there, so whatever you build is just kind yeah, of it's, yeah, kind, it's yeah. quite an easy place to start it's also uh, Matt Damon on, yeah. on Mars oh. like you might you know you might sort of appeal to that kind of fantasy I guess I, I mean the fantasy of like first. yeah of like you, you're floating in space and you meet Sandra Bullock or you're on Mars and you think you're alone and then you see Matt Damon and one thing leads to another and you repopulate the planet Crikey. It's quite a big happens, planet to repopulate, isn't it? You've got to get busy mm. from the start. <laughs> no, no time to lose, Matt. Just, just listen. This isn't about you or me anymore. It's about the planet. Right. That's what I tell him. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's on me. You're listening to One Life Left, uh, a video game radio show of intermittently high quality. I'm not certain Sean scored uh, that. that oh, it's definitely game. seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Thanks so much, Sean. Uh, we'll Last have decent music. And then we'll be back after this. Shut down the show. This is from shipmusic.org. It is three years, and in keeping with the quality of the rest of the show, I cannot read my own handwriting. Hooray! But I think it's by oh. Amber Gazzaro. Just uh, end it. I think so. Let's not end it. You know, as I said, we have had a few weeks of brilliant broadcasting. Yes. It's okay. It's okay for one to be a little bit, a little bit, you know, 
mismatch. Thank goodness we've got a good guest. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. this show would be nothing. It's true. It's Will you let fair. us know what your nan thinks? Only if it's I'm nice. So sorry. Absolutely. Get to review us on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not the best show to mention this, but we really do need more reviews on <laughs> on Facebook and, and iTunes. Don't and, be honest. Uh, you know, if you could write us a letter of recommendation to yeah. residents, that might oh. help as well. I need to formally apologise. Uh, apparently, I th- the I thought the mics were not. Bro- I thought I thought there was a technical error. There was no technical error. Which those error. of you that were listening live may well have gathered, and those of you that <laughs> listen to the podcast, well, you missed the reason for listening live. First time it's happened in almost ten years. Simon said a word. I said, I, I thought that the, the, that the radio station was broken, and I was panicking <laughs> on behalf of all of our friends out there yep. and glued Sean's nan. I thought, and that word was not biology. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No. So we won't can't happen again. It won't happen again. Apologies for Genu- that. Genuine apologies. For but it has been a good year, apart from that, hasn't it? It's been a good year for video games, and it's been a good year for One Life Left. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, highlights, Nordic. Nordic. GDC. Marioki throughout Mario the year. Key, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham. Time we went to Finland and oh, we yeah. played Housemark's party. I was in Finland on, for 18 on a, hours. On a proper stage. <sighs> uh, we ate expensive desserts. That was amazing. That was great. Uh, lots of Marioki. Lots more Marioki to come next year yeah. as well. And we're going to go on tour. We're going to go on tour. That is going to be One Life Left's project for next year because it's our 10th anniversary and if you are familiar with One Life Left if you have been following us for the last 10 years you will know how successful our projects are mm. about 50-50 if you live in San Francisco can you go and ask the man whose karaoke bar we want to we were at last year to answer his emails yes. yeah because he's not because that would be also, great also we don't really have a contact out there he'll do that for us anymore well I'm, I'm, I'm asking yeah Let's if you want to be our correspondent in San Francisco do our admin out there. Yeah. Get in touch, team at one Fantastic. We will be... We are 75% sure we will be at GDC next year. My flights are booked. Are they? Yeah. So one third of us will be at GDC. I'm pretty sure the other two thirds of us are going to book very, very soon. I will chase that today. And that means we will almost certainly be running a Marioki night on out the there. Street. But that's a secret between us. Don't tell anyone. We're not announcing that yet. The only Marioki date officially announced in our calendar at present is this Friday. Good news. So we'll see you there. We're going to see you there, Sean, aren't we? Um, maybe not. Oh, oh no. wait, wait, sorry. Oh, yeah. no. Yes, yeah, yes, we're going to yes, see yeah. you at the Christmas party on Friday, but maybe not. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought that Absolutely. your swear had offended so his nan so much. So <laughs> yeah. She got uh, in touch with him and said, fun. you are not exactly. to hang out with those boys anymore. Exactly. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Sean. No, Apologies so once again. Uh, you'll have to come back on uh, when we're feeling better, yeah. uh, less frazzled, less at the end of uh, a busy year. Tough um, year. Tough, tough year. year. Tough year. Uh, best of luck with the end of the world. Thank you so much. Feels like thank a strange you. sentence to say. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope it does well for you. Um, you've you've made two sales uh, while we've been on air, which so, is pretty good going. Pretty good yeah. going. Yeah. Doubled. Um, yeah. What what um, what next from you? Um, I guess just uh, rest. Take and, it easy. Uh, Same for us. It does sound good, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. See what your next emotion's going to be. Mm, not think, sure. I think it'll be relief. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as these mics go down thank you again uh, to all of you listeners for continuing to listen to One Life Left we are super grateful and we will be back in 2016 it is our favourite thing to do every week even when it's like this happy new year sorry we'll see you sorry, there. Happy bye 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 <laughs>
This program has been brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you liked what you heard and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm.